Hey guys, this is your girl Diva D and you are now tuned in to the Diva Den Show here on Anchor FM and Spotify Podcast. I want to welcome you all to Season 2, Episode 11. Segment today, I'm not okay. I am not okay. I don't know how many of you have those moments. How many of you feel that way at this very moment? But this is how I'm feeling. And I decided to just put it out there. I am not okay, guys. I'm not okay. Um, Before I move further, I want to first, you already know the vibe. Please go and share, subscribe, support the Diva Den. Also, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and on my YouTube page. Don't forget, click that notification. Hit that follow button. Why you need to do that, you ask? Because you will be notified of any new episodes that I've logged on or launched to. And it also keeps you in the loop, you know, to know what's going on with me. So back to um, I'm Not Okay. Um, Today is March 3rd, 2022. And I'm actually, you know, sitting in my table in the kitchen. And today... I'm not okay. Um, how do I explain this? I think the the beauty of being me is the transparency. You know, being able to be very transparent. The one thing that I never wanted people to look at me as as being a person to just to to, to just be just that one character. You know. I think the transparency of can give you a little bit of this, give you a little bit of that. Oh, did she say that? Oh my God, why did she say that? Oh shit, she did say that. You know, you want to be able to connect to people. And I always stop when I'm talking because like I said, I will say it every time. Please excuse the noise in the background because like you guys know, I'm in the fucking concrete jungle. That's it. Again, that's the back door and it's not inside my apartment. But, um, and when you're on the first floor, you get every fucking thing, right? And I'll be honest with you, it frustrates the shit out of me because I said, well, hey, maybe if I go on a little earlier, you know, maybe I'll get that little quiet time. But as we know, when you're living around niggly bears, motherfuckers don't sleep. All right, cool. You hear that? Okay. So anyway, the transparency for me has always been very important because I never wanted it. it you know what it's like? It's like having a, a, a job, right? You on your job and to each his own, to each is that to, to each his own. I'm not judging, but I know for me, I'm never comfortable or complacent on a job, just doing one particular thing for one. Well, overall I'll get bored. You know, you like, I, I love the challenge. I love, I'm always looking to take my experiences and grow with the company and take it to the next level. So it's just like me being who I am on my podcast. I'll be honest with all of you guys. It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. I said that in season one, in my episode 10, this shit is not for the week. I'm not going to come on to my show and have to sugarcoat or consider your feelings because I'm being who I am. If it's not for you, it's easy to just say, you know what? I can't fuck with you. I'm not mad at you because I'm still going to keep going. 
you know, I've never heard Monique, the comedian, be apologetic for Monique being Monique. I've never heard Adele Gibbons be apologetic for being Adele Gibbons. And I damn sure, damn sure, never heard my girl Samoa be apologetic for being Samoa. Now, mind you, they all are under the same community, which is comedy, but everybody has their own character. Monique going to say what the fuck she want to say, and she going to give it to you up close, personal, rough, rugged, and raw. So is Adele Gibbons. So is Samoa. The reason why I mentioned these three women, because through their talent, they were very successful and the transparency that they have individually and still able to stand in front of a fucking audience and sell out fucking arenas from them being who they are and being unapologetic. I'm, I'm definitely sure that each one of these women had to come encounter with somebody sometime telling them, well, damn, you know, do you remember when, um, Adele Gibbons had this skit. She's such a fucking lady. You know, I recall, I don't know if it was on a Queens of Comedy or if it was on Def Comedy Jam, but I recall that she was saying how people were telling her like, for you to be a woman, why do you talk like that? And like she said, bitch, I'm being me. I'm being me. If you don't like it, you don't have to listen to me. I don't need you to come critiquing me on telling me I'm person too much or I'm saying what the fuck is not lady like who the fuck are you to judge me you know and I say that to say this and I'm gonna say it again I'm not okay today because if you do not like this podcast like I said it's easy to just say you know what it ain't for me And then it's always the ones that have absolutely positively nothing going on in their lives. They're not productive. They're not out here being responsible. They're very small minded and they're very ignorant, you know, to their own fucking ignorance. But they want to try to critique you. You can't motherfucking critique me because you are in no position to do so, let alone You are beneath me. And I meant what I just said. Who are you to judge me? Who are you to tell me that the way I talk on my show, this is why it's called The Diva Den Show. That name and that that title, The Diva Den, I own that motherfucking logo. I own that brand. That's mine. I've gone through my shit is trademark, patent, and everything have the serial number, everything. Went through the whole entire legal process to own that's mine. And I will not be apologetic about anything that I'm saying on my platform. Because what we're not going to do is we're not going to sit here and try to tell a woman like myself that's very well educated, very smart, have a thousand and one personalities, People gravitate to me all the time because I'm so authentic that you could tell me you curse too much. Fuck you. And fuck all of you that feel that way. Because guess what? I'm doing something that you're not. I'm a boss. I'm bossing up. I'm bossing up my brand. I'm bossing up me. I'm taking this shit to the next level. If God allow me to take it to the next level, And I'm reaching people and I have fucking followers that really support and can identify and can relate 
to the topics that I have. I'm not okay today. Because I'm going to put the nail in the coffin today. Yes, I had to say it because it needed to be said. And I'm going to tell all of those out there, anybody that's listening, be yourself. Be who the fuck you are. Be who you are. You understand what I'm saying? The suicide rate is already, it's, it, it, it's so high. You know, you got people out here committing suicide. You got people out here doing drugs. You got people out here just going through so much mental health that they're battling with within that you got motherfuckers that's quick to judge you, but they are even more fucked up than you. You got motherfuckers that was in a drug rehabilitation center in rehab, but can sit there and judge you. You got a motherfuckers that's not even half of the independence that you are, but they can sit there and judge you. Eat a dick. Eat it. Eat it till you can't eat it no more. For me, and I'm being honest, there's triggers with me. I'm triggered by a lot of shit. It ain't have nothing to do with being weak. It has nothing to do with being combative. It has nothing to do with me being problematic. It has a lot to do with me to say, listen, let me draw these boundaries real quick. Let me draw this line. Because if you're going to critique me and if you're going to sit there and judge my show and judge me and what comes out of my mouth, you look in the mirror and judge your motherfucking self. Because I can judge you and I can shut you down in 2.3 seconds. But I respect and I accept you for who you are. But if this is not for you, you ain't never got to tune into this motherfucker ever again. Back to Adele Gibbons. So she had to check bitches to let them know this is me. Her husband was like, this is who my wife is. Have you ever heard Sydney, Monique's husband, sit up and judge who she is on that stage? Did you ever hear Adele Gibbons' husband judge for her for who she is? Did you ever hear anybody that was messing with Samoa have a problem with Samoa? So who are you? If it's not for you, fuck it. You know, like I said, I can give you a twist of motherfucking Shanene, and I can also give you a twist of Michelle Obama. That's how transparent I am. That's how intelligent I am. I have no problem with articulating anything to anybody and how I feel and what I need to say. But if I choose to curse, I'm a grown-ass woman on my own independent, make my own money and take care of me. And I don't owe explanation to anybody, anybody, but it's always the ones that thought that you weren't going to do it. And they see that you're doing it and they see that you're making progress and they see that you're making it happen, that they hate that shit. They hate that you didn't fail. They hate that. Oh shit. She really making this shit happen. I go through that with everybody. I don't even get the support that I believe that I deserve to get the support from my family. But guess what? I'm okay with that. I don't get the support from my so-called friends the way I should get the support. I'm okay with that. Because whenever I can see motherfuckers posting and promoting and investing and buying in some motherfucker shit that they don't even know, or you could go online and go to Amazon and order up all this shit, or you could go on to motherfucking Shein and Adorn. Y'all ain't never met motherfucking Rihanna a day in y'all life, but y'all gonna support Fenty, right? Ain't nothing wrong with Fenty. Ain't nothing wrong with Savage. Fenty. But y'all buy into it, and y'all don't even know, far as y'all know, it could just be Rihanna's name. 
Rihanna could be like Michael Jordan and just got a room full of fucking Chinese motherfuckers somewhere in China making about five cents a fucking hour to make this material, to bring it here in the United States and make billions of dollars off of it. Do you understand? But nobody says nothing about that. But a motherfucker want to sit there and tell me that I do too much cursing. I'm a curse all the time because that's what I do. If I feel I want to be intellectually intellectual and have these conversations, I'm going to have those conversations. If I decide to pull an episode up where I want to just have straight talk and straight business, I could do it all because that's just me. That's the gift that God gave me. And I say that again to say to the world who's listening, be who you are. Fuck what other people think. Because like I said in the episode before, like Les Brown said, a person's perception of who you are, that's their reality. That's not your reality. And you don't have to deal with it. So with that being said, let me move on to the next topic because I'm still not okay. (laughs) All right, got that out the way. Let me cheer myself up with that because I needed to put that out there because it needed to be said. It needed to be said, you know, but to the next topic. All right, we off that. You know, you know how you, how woosa, so you woosa off this shit, but I'm not okay. I had a conversation with my sister today because as you all know, I battle, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder. You know, I, you know, I see a psychiatrist. I also have a social worker, you know, I'm taking meds, you know, and just trying to balance this shit. And I was telling her today was a day where I really was kind of down because, you know, I'm always experiencing, you know, these different types of anxieties and depression. I'm always diagnosing myself with shit, you know, um, you know, I constantly, you know, you know, get these high flashes and, you know, I get this uh, indigestion in my stomach every now and then. I believe that it oftentimes play a part in what I'm eating. Um, I just learned today that a lot of times, you know, depression can fuck up your whole goddamn, you know, system in your body. You know, you're putting yourself for whatever it is. But I was just telling my sister, I said, it's so sad and it's so fucked up that growing up, you're taught to sweep everything under a rug. You're just taught, you know, just pretend it never happened. But it's like, how do you pretend certain things never happened when you were the victim and you was the one that was traumatized by whatever took place? Mental, physical, emotional, spiritual. You know, um, I have, you know, I know people like myself that is still traumatized from things that they had gone through. You know, when people try to act like, oh, you know, don't pay it no attention, girl. You know, you got to find something to keep yourself busy. You got to let it go. You are in no position. You can't tell me how to heal. Let's put that in the universe. And for anybody that's listening out here, that's even experiencing what I'm going through with other people trying to tell you how to heal. They can't tell you how to heal. They can't tell you how to deal with whatever trauma that you're dealing with. You know, that's not something that you can get over every day. I explained to my psychiatrist, I said, Dr. Shaw, my problem is the why. Why does this happen? And when it happened, it just overpowers me in a way to where it consumes me. Prime example, I could just be in a supermarket, got my shopping cart, got my shopping list, enjoying the atmosphere you know, putting food into my cart, got my headphones on, jamming my music. Within a 2.3 second, 
here come that anxiety. Here come that depression. Here come that fear. And you saying to yourself, oh my God, like what happened that fast? I'm in here having a good time. I'm, you know, I'm in my element. You know, everything is good. I'm thinking positive. And that anxiety come that fast. It's always the why. You know, you could be in your house. You could just be laying there watching TV and enjoying the show. And then boom, here come the anxiety. So it's always the why. You know, you could sit there and mentally try to put yourself in a place to where you could think positive things and you could think of a positive place. You know, my mom always, oh, you know, think about water. Think about being in the ocean. Think about, you know, this, that, and the third. Yeah, man, that's all well and good, but that shit don't, it don't really work. You know, because that fear, you know, now it's the nerves. Now you're shaking. Now you're scared. Your heart going a mile a minute. So it's like, how do you overcome all of that? And I'm sharing all that to say that who is anybody to tell you what to heal from? And then who are, who are people to judge you based on you being you? I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. Like I said, I've never once heard Wendy Williams be apologetic for being who she is. Do I agree with half some of the shit that Wendy Williams was doing? Hell no. But that's Wendy. Wendy, you know, that's the gossip fucking queen. You know, she gonna put your ass on her show. She gonna put you on blast. She gonna go around, go behind her radio, you know, go behind her microphone and she gonna talk her shit. I have never heard, even to this day, I don't even think I ever heard Wendy apologize to Puff Daddy for putting out there that he was gay. I remember Puff Daddy going on her show and they kind of made amends. It could have been, you know, just for, just for a, 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 a you know, a stunt. You know, it, 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 it could be, you know, okay, it's for marketing. It's making it look good. When have you heard her ever apologize for her being who she is? When have you ever heard Bernie Mac be on a stage and apologize for who he is, but everybody loved him? You ever heard Richard Pryor? Richard Pryor apologized for one thing in one of his shows. He said he would never, ever use the word nigga again because he had gone to Africa and the way that our brothers and sisters treated him out there in Africa, not one time was he addressed as a nigga. And he said he made a conscious decision. You can watch his show. It was on one of his, um, one of his stand-ups. I don't remember which one it was. It could have been the one where he was burned up in smoke. Could have been the other one where he was dressed up. I don't remember. But I know he did mention that when he gone to Africa, he made the only decision not to ever use that N-word again, and he didn't. That was the only thing, but Richard Pryor talked about ass, coochie, cop, he talked about everything. And the world loved him. Because you know what? He said what they were saying. He pushed the bar. He pushed the bar. Along with Red Fox, pushed the bar. Paul Mooney pushed the bar. They didn't care. They was like, this is me. Dave Chappelle pushed the bar. Chris Rock pushes the bar. A lot of people can't stand, um, what's my man named? Earthquake. Earthquake to me is so funny. So transparent. My other dude, Corey, um, I forgot his name. I don't know his last name. Corey something. This comedian dude. This dude is so, that's who he is. But we laugh and we love him. So I, a female, a black woman, you know, get behind my microphone and decide I want to talk my shit. <laughs> they coming to crucify me like they did Jesus. Now that ain't going to happen because what you said, it really don't matter. But I had to let you know 
that I wasn't okay with that. And let me just put the nail in the coffin so I can give you the assurance that you ain't never got to press that button to follow or like or share, subscribe, and support again to the world. Be who you are. Stop trying to live your life through other people's eyes. People are going to judge you no matter what. You're too fat. You're too skinny. You're too short. You're too tall. Your hair too short. Your hair too long. Your teeth too yellow. Your teeth too white. You laugh too much. You're too greedy. Oh, I don't like how that dress looks. Oh, that looked nice. His pants too saggy. She cursed too much. He smoked too much weed. She drank too much. He got too many baby mothers. He got too many girlfriends. He's gay. She's a lesbian. This is what we are dealing with in the world where we are being so judgmental. But guess what's so crazy about it? We don't even look in the mirror and look at our own brokenness. We don't even look in the mirror and critique ourselves to see, fix the, let me fix myself before I can literally sit there and try to pass judgment. You know, I respect a person that say, you know what, V, I love your show, but it's just not for me. And on my show, before I upload it, it gives you the option to put it in for clean or explicit. And I'll let you know when it's explicit. I had a day I felt like talking shit. I want to holler, yell, and cuss, and that's what I'm going to do. I don't give a fuck who don't like it. I love my mother. If she don't like it, then mommy, you know what? Don't listen to it. My dad, if you don't like it, dad, don't listen to it. My brothers and sisters don't like it, don't listen to it. Because I only can be me. I can't be who you want me to be to anybody because half of y'all walking around here don't even know who you are but you trying to you know tell me who I am half of y'all walking around here looking for validation from other people to define who you are I know who I am I know exactly who I am I'm bruised I'm broken sometimes I'm funny I'm not so funny I'm happy sometimes I'm sad I'm transparent I could just be serious you know, I pray. I don't pray every day like I should, but I pray. Some days I don't pray when I suppose to pray, but I'm a work in progress. And it's like love a person and respect the person for who they are. You don't have to love me. You don't even have to like me. But as human beings, as human beings, we have to be respectful. Have to be respectful. You know, stop it. Because you're doing too much. A lot of y'all are not in any position to sit down and pass judgment on anybody. You know what it's like? It's like the neighborhood hoe that used to hoe in and separate everybody in the neighborhood. And now she's a born again Christian. And she's looking down at everybody, you know, like, wow. You know, it, it, it's like women in my caliber. When a lot of us was younger, we were loose fucking cannons. You know, like Monique said, had that friendly punani you know, and had mad bodies. And now we looking at the new generation. Oh, that girl, she's so fast. And girl, they don't even know how many you swallow. You know, it's, it's that type. You know, now you don't went to church and got baptized, you know, and gave your soul to God, which is good. But let's not forget your past. You know, remember, you know, you was out there, you know, hoeing. How you, how a, how a ex-hoe going judge a new hoe? The only thing you can do is give her some, you know, some, some, some whole tactics, you know, and, and, and give her a whole class, you know, and, and, and teach her how to, how, how to study holism so she, so she can get whole money and she can learn how to whole survive and be whole careful and not be whole played 
you know. But you can't sit there. You know what? Well, what you doing is wrong. You know, you're out here hoeing. I ain't going to lie. You know, I was a hoe for 30 years. But I'm telling you, I don't want you to make the same mistake. Don't nobody want to hear that shit. That's bullshit. Because now you're being judgmental. You're not being opinionated. And not only that, you're not even trying to throw a jewel out there to help a hoe to be a better hoe to make whole money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, stop the shit. Stop the fucking shit. I'm not okay today, but I'll be okay tomorrow. You know, I'm not okay because mentally my mind is like everywhere. I'm still trying to put all this shit together. I'm still trying to figure this shit out. Still trying to figure it out. Your girl trying to find her way. Oh, and if y'all didn't know, I went viral on TikTok. Follow me. Everything is the diva den. So you ain't even got to ask. But I went viral on TikTok a couple of uh, about a week ago, still going viral. There was a um, situation where President Biden had made a comment pertaining to this Russia and Ukraine war. I came in on the end of it. You know, whoever the person was that um, posted it on TikTok, I wish I knew it was. But I saw where Biden just kept saying we and we and we. And I'm sitting at my table like, who the fuck is we? Like, I don't know them Russians. Like, I ain't did nothing to these people. So... I wind up, it was a comical, you know, a comical clip that I did for approximately 55 seconds. So what happened was I made a clip and you guys can definitely go follow me on TikTok to even get the exclusive and watch this clip. Because like I said, this shit is viral. And as we speak, I'm going to pull up the numbers for you. But, um, I'll see now before that. But, um... I just did like a 55, a, a 55 minute um, clip on it and it went viral. So right now I have approximately, I'm looking at the data because I'm always watching the, anal- the analytics. Right now I have approximately 61,000 uh, views, 5,420 uh, likes, 811 comments. 2,147 shares. Numbers don't lie. When it comes to the video views by section, the For You page, I hit a 98%. Let me make sure that I give myself, you know, the love for that. And I'm talking about my TikTok page. Like I said, go to TikTok, follow me at the Diva Den. Um, And for the views, video views by region in the United States, I hit 98%. The most important part on TikTok is your watch time. So my watch time for a 55 second um, video, you know, it's about the watch time. Now, I will tell you that I had a 3.6 second view consecutively back to back to back to back to back to back to back. My total play time was 469 hours, 55 minutes and seven seconds. That's huge like a motherfucker. That's, 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 that's big numbers. My reach audience overall, I reach 54,272 people. That is within a 55 second video. And let me tell you about that video. I also had a young lady that stenched my video to stench someone video on TikTok is where you take the video, you edit it, you edit the person out, but you use their voice. I had a few people that did that. So I say all that to say, you can't tell me 
what the fuck to say and how to say it. Because if you watch this video, I did a lot of cussing. And it was a 55 second joke and a response to telling Biden, stop, who the fuck is we? 55 seconds. And these, this is the audience and this is how viral my shit is going. Fuck you and fuck anybody out there that's going to judge what comes out of my mouth. Okay? This is how I'm reaching people. People can look at that video and tell she's authentic. She's a natural. But they can also go and browse through my videos and they can see me when I'm vulnerable. They can see me when I'm at my weakest. They can see me when I'm at my strong. That's called transparency for you ignorant motherfuckers. That's what it is. I'm not the, like I said, my platforms are not for the weak. It's not. You cannot deal with it. Don't listen to it. Because I'm very unapologetic. But I'm like 50 Cent. I need your hate, though. I need it. I need it. Please give it to me. I need that hate. So I'm not worried about if a family or a foe support me or a friend. I'm not worried about that anymore. I let that go a long time ago. Because I've reached a fucking audience of 54,000 motherfuckers I ain't never met a day in my life. I went viral and was stenched and still going on for motherfuckers around the world. I don't even know. Never met them a day in my life. So you liking, sharing, supporting me, friend, family and all that, it don't matter. I'm good. So with that being said, I am not okay today and I'm going to get better later on because I know for a fact it's going to be all right. I want you guys to have a good day on purpose. Don't forget, like, share, subscribe, support. Look at me. Look for me, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. This is your girl, Diva D. You are now tuned in to the Diva Den Show, and I'm out. Peace. Bye.